Yes, yes, yes. What up, everyone? Welcome again to the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition, where we take a movie or TV show and give it back to you full of spoilers, reviews, and a rating at the end. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Nikki. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, yes. What movie do we have for them today? Oh, uh, we have a big one. And actually, the way we watched it was big as well. Yeah. Uh, so the movie this week was. Let me see if I get. I want to make sure I get this right. Shang Chi. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. So uh, I mean, obviously, you know, if you're a Marvel fan, you probably know what this movie is about. But just to give you a kind of a heads up, um, actually, it was funny. It started to make sense. It's similar to, um, is it called? Remember what was that one movie? I think it was called Ninja Assassin. Or you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Like where. It's, Somewhat of the, 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 the nature of it. But anyways, so this movie starts off with the Ten Rings, uh, which uh, it's it's uh, originally possessed by the Mandarin, uh, which is uh, the father of the character, the main character in the movie, where, you know, they kind of speculate in which how he got the rings. So that was never, you know, that was never necessarily determined. Anyways, uh, so obviously he's like over a thousand years old and he gets a story about how he met their mother, and then how, you know, how everything happened. And then you cut to, um, um, who goes by Sean, living a very kind of mid-level life, you know, so he's living in like a garage, yeah. you know, he's, uh, he's, he hangs out with his best friend every day, which, which is played by Aquafina, Katie, um, obviously, but what nobody realizes is that he's obviously been in hiding this whole time. Um, until his father comes looking for him and his sister. And then that's what starts off this whole um, adventure of why his father was looking for them and what was going to be their course of action because their father has a very interesting like background in regards to because he was basically originally like conqueror and he was almost like this just really just hardcore guy and he just... You know, assassin. He basically thirst, trained his son. He, he was a thirst for power, and he trained his son to be an assassin. Yeah. Um. So that's why the the you know the the son avoided him, and so did the sister because they didn't want to be that kind of that kind of person. Or obviously, the son was more just he didn't want to be that person. The sister was, um, he never wanted to make her that kind of person. Yeah. Anyways, um. So it was a, it was a good movie, um, especially for Marvel. I love when Marvel introduces new characters because. I really wasn't that familiar with this character in the comic book, so I was glad to see him brought to life. Um, use an actor, fairly unknown actor, because I don't remember him from from anything too much. He was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was from uh, Kim's Convenience. I never watched the show. I watched it. That's I wa- why. He, yeah, I, I watched it. It was. It was just. Um, a no, I, I know the show. It's like a Netflix show, like a kind of Netflix, uh, uh, um, TGIF style show. Yeah. And just finally follow the Korean family that owned the convenience store yeah. in Canada. Was it Canada? Yeah. Mm. So so he was funny. He he had he had he played a little bit of the same role he did as Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the like he was just he was I think he was a he was first a he would de- detail rental cars and then he became like a supervisor or whatever. But yeah. it was just funny the the dynamics of the. Uh, I guess Asian Amer- Asian Canadian family, mm-hmm. and 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 how the dad still applies like old traditional values, just in a funny way. I just thought it was funny. You know what I find? Well. I find interesting with Marvel. Marvel has a tendency of the way they choose their main characters. 
their leading men are not necessarily leading men, right? So, like, think about, compare him to Star-Lord, right? Yeah. Chris Pratt. At the time, especially because before that, he was always very a comedian, very jolly, kind of chunky, whatever, right? And all of a sudden, he does this movie, and he still kind of plays that character up until the shirtless scene. So yeah. it's basically each character, all these characters always have that scene where they're seen as the cool, funny guy. And then all of a sudden they're without a shirt. Now they're the leading man. You know, like, yeah, they can make that transition. I think that's what Marvel tries to pick people that can can make that transition. Because think about uh, Ant-Man, Tony Stark, you know, with the, with the exception of 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 Chris Evans because obviously the the whole thing made him into that that kind of good looking leading man type guy yeah and obviously before that he was kind of a you know skinny whatever skinny guy every character always kind of fits the same kind of mold except for uh, Chris Evans and um, Thor yeah they're they're men that basically can be seen as just average guy but then can easily transition to leading man yeah so. Um, for, I want to say this was a great pick for Simu. I think his name is Simu mm. for for being Shang Chi. I, I, he was funny. Mm. He was emotional. He he the, the actions was believable. And one of the love one of the well the fight scenes were amazing. The reason why, and I realized this after the fact that I was researching more about the movie, mm. is that um, the two things, a lot of things that they got inspired by with the fight choreography. One was. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And the second one was Jackie Chan's fighting ability that he 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 made it seem like he was accidental. Trying, accident, not accidental, but more um, uh, elusive mm-hmm. and evasive because he was fighting, but most of the time he was trying to avoid getting hit than anything else. Than yeah, being, he was just trying to run away rather than... Yeah, he was not, he was not the aggressor at, at, at the beginning of the movie. So a lot of that beginning fight scenes that he was fighting, he was... He was not the aggressor. He was trying to just yeah. He he always he played the Jackie Chan role where he tried to avoid conflict rather than yeah. face, than rather than and, try to and, dominate and, it. And that fighting style, that choreography, they they got inspiration from his, a lot of his movies because of it. Yeah. And then when I when I read it after the fact that I learned about it, I was like thinking about the movie. I'm like, damn, that is true. And I, I but think that's, that's how you kind of want to make a hero. You don't want him. He can be a good. He can be a good fighter, but you don't want him to be somebody who wants to fight. Like likes to fight. You kind of want to make him somebody who is the reluctant hero. Yeah, it's like, oh well, you know, since I'm the only one good enough to do this, I'm gonna do this. You know, like stuff like that. No, it was it was like a, it was like I said, it was a good movie. And now, and we, I mean, the, the movie has you examine all the backgrounds, like every little, every time something felt like it might have been relevant to another movie, you're just like looking at what what's going on there. It was like, yeah, um, I I do like the introduction of uh, uh was it Wu. Which, uh, yeah, Wong from Wong. So why am I Wu? Uh, so Wong. Win Wu is the dad. No, no, I know, but the Wong, and then obviously the introduction of uh, um, uh, what was his name? The uh, the Hulk's abomination. Uh, what is it? Abomination. Ab- yeah. Abomination. Which he wasn't a villain in this one either. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, it looks like they worked alongside each other. Yeah, like he's like I trained you to fight a certain way. Like why did yeah. you punch me so hard or something like that? So throw your punches next time. So yeah, um, so it was an interesting. It was interesting to see more depth to that character, and obviously to see additional characters and more of the world. And that's what I love about this kind of movies is like they're introducing you to something new, but then every so often they'll touch on something you know, but not just what you know, a little bit more of what you know. Like they show you a little bit more behind the curtain of characters you already know. 
Yeah, they expanded the world a lot more. Yeah, the, the world building in in the sense of the Marvel mystic side, mm-hmm. if anything. Um. Yeah. So I I the fr- I think out of the three acts in the movie, I the big fight was great. I think Minds was like the second act, right where where his transition of um, visiting his sister in China, and that really like you you find out that that relationship because his. I like the fact that he assumed his assumption is like you automatically in this movie, he, he gets a, a parent, a letter from his sister yeah. with the dragon on it, sending the message that he, she needs to see him. He goes to China to go find her. And that's where she has like this whole fighting UFC style uh, tournament of champions mm-hmm. building. Um, and that's where Wong and uh, abomination are fighting. And you find out that she never sent the letter. So it, at the beginning, you're like, wow, they've been in contact the whole time. And in reality, they weren't. They were so distant apart that he, he his assumption that they were still in contact. So I felt I like like the dynamics of the the them getting back together, reconnecting as brother and sister, and then trying to talk to their dad. It it was it was good. I I, I don't. I will say there's one thing that I felt was missing. What? It felt like there was a scene that they shot, but they took it out. The reason I say that is because I'm seeing. Okay, so, like, I remember I told you this movie reminds me of Ninja Assassin. Yeah. Um, now, Ninja Assassin, what was it? Very similar thing. You know, you had a kid who was trained at a young age to be an assassin, right? Yeah. In a, in a mountain training facility, and then he got sent out to commit his first kill, right? Mm-hmm. That's ex- literally, to, to that point, it's almost a beat for beat, right? But one thing they showed in that, that movie that did not show in this one is in this one, when he finally reveals that he actually committed the murder, or committed the assassination, you believed, I thought they were going to, tr- that just like the assassin, they were going to show the scene. Yeah. Where you see him as a kid fight somebody to the point of death. Yeah. And then his reluctance to what he just did and, and running horror type thing. But they didn't show that. Like, I felt like that could have been a good, a good moment for him to kind of deal with what he's dealing with. Because especially, he, he had to admit, and that scene he admitted to, Aquafina's character that because she's already like, but you didn't do it right. And he goes no, but then he had to reluctantly tell her later on like, actually I did. I actually did commit the, the assassination. Yeah. And and at that time when I was watching it because we went, it was me, Nick, our cousin John, our friend Jose that has been on the podcast a few times. So I was sitting next to John and I'm like, Yo, John, I think he killed Aquafina's grandfather. What? I, I think that. Where was, did you come from? That like, wow. Because because. Because they were, because the Aquafina's grandfather died. I get that, but but I was like, and I'm like, wouldn't it be like he felt so bad that he wanted to befriend her because her, like this is me getting deep into this movie. Like, wow, bad. I don't think they can do that. That that would be they would never be, like that would instantly just so, the, think about that. You're 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 proposing one that they never even said her father got grandfather got killed. He just he's dead. Yeah. But to propose that now he is got killed, and he was killed by supposedly her best friend that befriended her. Because think about it, even if you believe that he's remorseful, now you have to believe that he became friends with you only because out of guilt. So their friendship was a lie. Like no, that that is not. That's a huge thing to drop on a movie like that. Like that would be too much. I know. I, that's maybe in part two. Yeah, you're thinking this, <laughs> you're, this is Marvel, okay? Not drama. 
I know. Not I, drama. I, I got too deep into this movie. For, that's 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 got a, too deep for freaking. You know what is that? That that one that uh, um, Hallmark. You got too deep for the Hallmark Network. <laughs> okay, that's too much. The, was that's TLC. too caliente. Too caliente. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was like, I think that's gonna do that. I'm, and and it might have been too dark. Um, but not dark. It's just like wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, well, that's methodical, Ooh. bro. Yes. I killed this person, so I'm going to go ahead and be friends. No, maybe. Here's my thing. I didn't think, like, he, he maybe he befriended for after the fact, and he realized. That, that little that little idea alone is a plot for an entirely different movie. The whole plot. <laughs> like, right now, I'm thinking about imagine a movie where the guy kills, a, you know, whatever. And then the fails, cool. no, 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 wait, wait. He kills somebody, then finds out that the person left a wife and kid. Then befriends the wife in order to marry her so he can take care of her and the kid. That's a movie out like that. That's horrible. There is. <laughs> I think there is. I'm just saying. But uh-huh. we digress. We move forward. We yes. keep, So they did not show that scene, but I understand there is a scene that, that I, feel like they, I feel like they shot it. It felt like they. It felt the way everything happened. I felt like that I felt scene like was the, shot. Yeah, I think. I, and I and I know this scene that I felt there was gonna be a flash flashback put just to put more context. Into that, but I think they decided just to leave it as dialogue and keep it out. But there are some plot holes or some things that were not mentioned in this movie that I kind of do like that they didn't because it gives an opportunity to um, either to bring it up in in better and bigger detail or more detail in the following movies. Mm hmm. Like one of them is like what are the ten rings? Because in the comic book, so in the comic book, it's the coach. Uh, um, what the dragon's name? I forgot the dragon's name. What the one who gives them the rings? He's an alien, but he's a dragon. Yeah. So, so the uh, I don't know the name of the dragon, but in the in the comic books, it's there. There were like alien artifacts that were found in a crash spaceship. That put, and each ring possesses a different power. But in this one, we understand that it, it they never discussed what it was. It was either they found it in a tomb or was in a crater that they found in a ship. It could have and, been a spaceship, but they were just saying that they never confirmed what it was and what powers do they possess. You just see it that they you control the rings themselves and they also possess a power of sending energy like a energy force to to produce to yeah, knock out or control it seems like it doesn't seem like anything particular like he doesn't do anything but like almost like a big like a kind of like the whip from um iron man 2 yeah whiplash whatever yeah is. like it just seems like an like almost like an energy force or whip yeah but here you but that one that's the thing and and that you understood it was a whip, and that's all they did. It was he just whipped well, no, it. no. He mean there was parts where he used it as a whip, but then there's a part parts where he used it as pure force. So that, but there was nothing else to suggest that it was gonna produce any other type of energy. And maybe it was just something his dad never even look, tried to look into. Yeah, but that's one thing that I kind of that's what I enjoy. I liked about it that. That I feel like they, if they're ex- and expended, expected to expand the world, because they already said that in one of the postings, mm. they're going to come back for part two. Um, it does that. The other thing that I had a question about, and I was reading about it earlier 
a couple of days prior or afterwards was that um, the one, and this is, maybe this is a good question for you. Mm. So there's a scene in this movie that Shang-Chi's, uh, Shang-Chi is fighting his dad, uh, Wing Wu, Mm-hmm. And he's throwing the rings at him, and all of a sudden, you see they turn gold, and they're possessed by Shang Chi. Yeah. So how is is it that is it like Mjolnir that they understand the concept of a balance, or they understand like who is in control of them? Is yeah, they, but then the, the problem with that idea is that the father was never actually evil. The father was just somebody who felt that his means justify the ends, but. He actually wasn't an evil person, like especially at the end. He really wasn't trying to be an evil person. He literally just believed that his wife was yeah. being held captured. What I'm saying is, so like, I think it just changes based on the person's energy. Like, so like, if it, if the, let's say the sister took over, she might have a different color as well. But how do you what, what causes them to get controlled by somebody else? Well. At the end of this one, it seemed like the father released control. Like, he gave it to, like, there was a part where he was able to control them, but he didn't really do much but kind of hold the energy and then just distribute the energy. Uh But to actually physically control them the way that his dad did was when his dad almost transferred ownership to him. So he willed it to him. Not Not the... And that's afterwards, but I'm talking about the first five. No, I know, but the first time that he did that, he almost controlled the flow like the mother did that, too. Yeah. They controlled the flow of the rings and the energy to be able to push it back to him, but they didn't really control the rings the way the father did. They just kind of used the energy against him and threw it back. But when he actually had full control of the rings, that's when, because his father willed it to him. So he didn't really have full control he only had control of uh, of certain movements when they got thrown at him. Yeah, but that's what I'm thinking. What that's what I'm trying to concept understand the concept of like how do they transfer of energy if if the father's the, I understand that the father gave up the energy at the end. Mm-hmm. He he wielded all his power back to his, to give to his son to 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 take the to take possession of the ten rings. Mm-hmm. But in the in the process of changing transfer of of, of energy. The the son's main objective was not to take possession of the rings, was more of stopping his dad to go any further or trying to change his mind to not continue what he was doing. So his 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 objection his uh, his uh, his his idea of what he wanted to do didn't go along with what happened. Yeah, me so I'm, that's what uh, I'm, the best way I can explain it is um, uh, Kung Fu Panda Part Two. Explain. I haven't seen part two. You ever seen Kung Fu Panda Part Two? No, I haven't. Well, in the movie, they basically um, they they the the villain is a guy who discovers um, cannonballs, mm-hmm. like guns, like big guns. So that was what can kill Kung Fu. So when at, at the end credits of the movie, at the end part of the movie, he decides to shoot Poe with one of the cannons. Mm-hmm. What Poe does is that he doesn't try to stop. The cannonball because he doesn't try to take the energy away or stop it because they can't. So what he does is that he transitions it where the ball will come in one side of him and he'll just kind of guide it around and send it back out. Okay. So the energy is never lost. He just kind of goes with the energy and it sends it to... It sends it back. Yeah, which the mother did that better. In this case, he seemed like he 
had more control of it. But I think that's what it was. They they control. They like basically he had the power to control it. The father was powerful as well. That's why he was able to control it, and the mother knew how to control it as well. So I think it's just something to do with your ability to be able to do that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. And another one was with uh, the what is it? The dweller in darkness. Like how is he able? How was he able to? specifically pick out Win Wu throughout everything to to channel him to come get his wife when there were other possibly po- powerful beings in the in No, in they the, said it. They said the 10 rings made him the most powerful person on the planet. And that's what, and they knew that that he had something that they can hold over his head. Because they said they went they said it. Oh, they went after him because of the 10 rings. They knew the Ten Rings was going to be strong enough to open the door. So what about the other Avengers and everybody else? And, and Again, it was a question of... you tell me the Ten Rings are stronger than Thor? I'm guessing now. It looks like they are. Black, I don't know. Uh, Again, but you also have to remember... Um, it's uh, the leverage, right? So... It worked out perfectly for them. They know that the Ten Rings was somebody who loved the girl from that same place. So it was an easier sell to just say, I'm here behind this wall. And it makes sense. Well, you're from from here. All these different. It makes sense that she would be there for them. Yeah. So it was an easy lie to sell to somebody. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Trying to pull Thor or exactly. any, other, any other Avenger into it. Mm hmm. I'm surprised. I'm. I would. You. I'm. I don't know. I'm thinking like, why? Why wouldn't like Thanos be like, yo? I want the the gauntlet and the ten rings all together. Well, I mean, the, again, the ten rings is the way it looks right now. It's force, uh, and Thanos didn't want force. He wanted the ability, the ability to control reality. And he would put like this with the ten rings. He was not going to be able to do anything. And maybe he can feel that kind of energy either. He could. I think so. Hmm. But all in all, the movie was great. Yeah, the movie was awesome. <laughs> can't wait to. Wait. I'm, I'm I'm getting too deep into theories in here. On that. Yeah, I'm I gonna, can't wait for it to go to Disney Plus. I'll rent it again. I'll rent it to keep it on my Disney Plus probably. Yeah. Do you think it would be the best MCU introduction movie? You know, you're not gonna for, be, for for a new character. That's you're not going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. No. That's true. I was I was thinking it's a good this is a good movie and I watch it many times but. Garza Galaxy is going to be way more beloved. Yeah, I was just I was just thinking that out of the box because it's not is is one of those that it was now fully, uh, fully established comic book character that everybody recognizes. But now, I just, what I love, what what is great about it, and then now that the, he got the spotlight on him and the culture and everything else that goes with it, I feel like they're going to come out come out with a lot more comic books referencing everything else around it. I just hope that they don't. Uh, Mess up the relationship between Katie and this guy. Yeah, no. Like, cause no, I was watching. Cause whatever they whatever they have in that movie, that's all they need. And I feel like they're going to force it because people like her so much or something. They're going to try to force a romantic interest in it when none was ever implied. Yeah. So, that's other than that, everything's great. Yeah, it was amazing. All right, guys. So let's get into this ratings, Nikki. How many Nickies do you give this movie? 3.75. 3.75? 3.75. 
three point, and I give it a four. So we had like a three point eight eight or something. Three point eight eight. I will make Nikki's. this less mathematically a pain in the ass. Let's just make it four. Four <laughs> even people. Four. A four average. Four, four Nikki average. Yes. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, you can always find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at from my mom's garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, thoughts, concerns, or movies you would like us to review. As always, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. See you next week. Good night.